Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners. New full-length episodes released every Thursday, but here's a quick caffeine cast. Hi, I'm Frank Flegg, founder of Ethical Property Partners. What you're about to hear is actually audio from one of my YouTube videos, as well as the weekly deep dive podcast that's released every Thursday and the quick caffeine cast in between. There's also loads of content over on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed to our channel, but you want to see even more tips and advice for your sophisticated property investing, just search YouTube for Ethical Property Partners. See you over there. So let's talk about vendor finance. How does it work? In a nutshell, you're looking for vendors who have no mortgage on their property, unencumbered properties. And there are millions of them across the UK. The great news is often vendors are wanting to sell to us swiftly, especially in a recession, because they want to post lockdown, go and live in Spain, go and live in Portugal. They want to go and travel. Perhaps they want to go do their world cruises now now that they've retired. And they want to do that in a hurry. Now, the great thing is the older generation often have paid off their mortgage. And so we can buy their property from them basically using their equity. So when you come across a vendor who doesn't have a mortgage, the first thought you should have is, can I do vendor finance here? The answer is yes, yes you can. Now, will that suit the vendor? Well, that's for you to try and work out a win-win solution with the vendor. But I'm gonna give you a couple examples of how that win-win can look. So if someone is looking to go into temporary accommodation, they want to go traveling, or they want to go into rented, or they've already got a house sorted for themselves. And often they're going from a big house to a small house. Now the great thing about big houses for us, buy to let investing doesn't work very well on big, big houses. Now yes, you can do HMOs, yes, you can do service accommodation, but typically a single AST rent won't tick all the boxes for a mortgage application. And so bigger buy-to-let houses are hard to do. The great thing about vendor finance is there's no rental cover. There's no mortgage application. And so you can strike the deal with the vendor that works for both of you. Now, vendor finance doesn't work if the vendor's trying to buy a more expensive property and they don't have savings. If they need the cash out of the property now, this strategy isn't gonna work for them. We have 58 strategies for investing in property. You need to start looking at the other 57 if they need a lot of money now. But many people, when you actually get to know them and you've actually sorted out what they're after, you'll realize that all they were gonna do was put the money in the bank. As of today, Bank of England base rate is at 0.1% they're not gonna get any interest on their savings. So actually we can do them a much better offer, give them a much better return on that money that would have otherwise been sat in the bank. So let's take an example property. Um, We had a property last week that was on the market at 600,000 pounds. Our purchase offer to buy that property was 400,000 pounds. The family need to move very quickly and are happy to rent. They're actually only moving about 50 miles away, but they're moving for work and um, they have children and their children have very special requirements and they want to move to this area very, very quickly. And they recognize that during the pandemic, they're going to struggle to do that. And so we offered a swift and certain purchase at approximately 66% of market value. That was too low for them. 
no problem at all. We offered them a market value purchase at £600,000 because they didn't have a mortgage. And what we said was, we will buy the property from you and we'll give you first charge over the property so they get absolute security. Worst case scenario is we don't pay our mortgage to them and they take the property back. That's worst case scenario for them. They're no worse off. So we would take a £600,000 loan from them and we'd pay them £600,000. No money actually moves hands. All done through the solicitors, all registered at Land Registry and they have first charge on the property. Now we looked at the rent of that property. We took about half that rent for ourselves. So we will cover our insurance, we'll cover our letting agents fees, and there's a nice chunk of profit in that every single month for us. And the balance we gave to them as a repayment on that mortgage. Now you can determine the length of that vendor finance. If you're doing that kind of a structure, it wants to be 10 years plus. And we've done them for eight years, we've done them for 10 years, we've done them for 15 years, sometimes longer. You can actually make it a willable asset. So if the vendor passes away, their children inherit the agreement. The lawyers can do that for you. And what's then happening is you're getting instant cash flow on that property with none of your own money in it. You've paid purchase costs and you've paid stamp duty if you've purchased the property using their finance. But other than that, you've not put a deposit in at all. And if you're sat there and you've really not got any money and you're thinking, oh, I can't even pay stamp duty on a 600,000 pound property, bear in mind that sometimes you'll be doing these on 100,000 pound properties. But if you can't make the stamp duty payment, then that might be a great opportunity to bring in a joint venture partner who'll put that lump of cash in and then come in as a JV owning that property with you. Many people will do that because it's a phenomenal opportunity for you. Now, over 10, 15 years, that monthly payment pays off the purchase price. It pays down the mortgage. So in 10, 15 years time, if you're paying off, let's say 500 pounds a month, in 10 years, you've paid off 60,000 pounds of that property. And obviously if it's longer, you pay off more. So the compound effect of purchase price today and then you paying down that purchase price means that you end up owing them this much at the end of the mortgage but hopefully the property's gone up in value over here. And so the difference between these two is massive. And you, when you get to the end of the mortgage, don't have to pay the mortgage off. You can just sell the property if you want to. But the whole way along, you've been making cash flow for yourself. And if you decide to save that cash flow rather than spend it, actually you've paid off this much, but you've saved this much as well towards that mortgage if you choose to. It's a phenomenally powerful strategy guys, really really powerful strategy. We did one about six years ago which today already with capital growth means that we've got 30% equity in that property already and the property has been paying us cash flow every single month. So we didn't put any money into it when we purchased it because the vendor lent us 100%. We've been paying down the balance every month, zero interest on that particular deal. We've also got the cash flow every single month. And now because the property's gone up in value over that period of time, we've got 30% equity. That's phenomenal. And the vendors are delighted because they get market value on day one. Now remember, it only works if the vendor 
doesn't require all the money right now. If they're looking for income over time, this is a phenomenal strategy for them. Happy investing, guys. That was audio taken from our YouTube channel. For more sophisticated property investing tactics, just search YouTube for Ethical Property Partners and listen out for our full-length podcast, released every Thursday.